Today, I'm interviewing Jay. How has militarism and imperialism been the cause of World War I? Well, the United States began to come more reliant in the military as people started to believe that the military needed to be stronger. How about imperialism? Well, you see here, Brandon, as the United States began to get stronger, they began to win a lot more wars, and they started to annex smaller countries, meaning they take over them. Now we are joined with Micah. Uh, Well, uh, Brandon, you see here, Alvin York, he was a general that won the Medal of Honor. And in war, well, he won this because of an action in war. He, uh, he, uh, killed 25 soldiers in war. He's, so, during this action, he saw a machine gun soldier killing off his own soldiers. So he took into his own hands to go kill them off. Killing off eight and then capturing 132 Germans while doing this with only a pistol and a rifle. Wow, Brennan, that is amazing. Wouldn't you say so? Yes, I would. That is just crazy. So, uh, yeah, Alvin York, this guy, a little bit of backstory about him. He w- he didn't really want to go in the war at the beginning, but then once he joined, he found the love for it, and he really liked it. He was drafted, actually, so I guess you could say that was pretty bad. <clears throat> he was born in Tennessee. He loved hunting and, fin- and fishing, and yeah. I guess you could see say he's a country boy, you know. So uh, I'm gonna give this over back to uh, the narrator, uh, Brandon uh, Tremble, the shrimp. Yes, sir. Wow, Micah, that was very interesting. I didn't know all that about Alvin York. How about y'all? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I took pleasure in uh, saying all that for uh, Mr. Seibert. So, uh, you're welcome, Seibert. Yeah, great job, Micah. Thank you, thank you. Now we are joined with Ray. What all took place during the Battle of the Aragon Forest? Well, Brandon, everything that took place during the Battle of Aragon Forest was the Aragon Offensive was a major part of the final Allied defense of World War One that stretched along the entire Western Front. It was fought from September 26, 1918, until it ended 47 days on November 11, 1918. Wow, Ray, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that that really was Ray. Ray. Um, yeah, uh, still, I still want to know more, like, what happened at the forest. And was it in the forest? Well, hold on like, for a second, Micah. We have, we have Jay. No, 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 no. Hold no, on, Jay. hold on. No, 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 no. We got Jay. I want to know if, like, it was in the forest. 
Was it in the forest, Ray? Ray, was it in the forest? <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Now back to yeah, you. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. But, but, but where was it at again? Where, where was it at? Was it in German Germany or USA? Where was it? Oh, wait. Where was it? All right, Mike. I think I'm gonna have to um, cut you off okay. right there because sorry, Brandon. Yeah, uh, I interrupted. Yeah, oh, but it's all, it's all right. We have we have Jay, Jay joining us now. How did the new technology, such as machine guns, tanks, and poison <laughs> gas, affect World War One? Well, oh. Well, you see, Brandon, that's a great topic. The machine guns on the Western Front made a lot more advancements when it came down to the war. The power and the efficiency of the gun causing places like no man's land to be a thing. Uh, could you give us like a representation of like what the machine guns might have sounded like? Yeah, and what, what, what they like, yeah, what they sound like. I don't know what this like. Sure. Let me let me go get that. <clears throat> there we go. Wow, did you hear that velocity on that, Brandon? That was that's pretty loud. I bet the enemy could probably hear you. Yeah. From pretty far away. Well, what, what kind of gun was that, Jay? A machine gun, like I just said, Micah, used on the Western Front during the war. Back to Brandon. What about those tanks? What about those tanks that, that just came out? On the other hand, the tanks allowed the sides to move across the front and destroy trenches. It also was a bigger threat for the enemy on the other side of the cannon. Man. I wouldn't want to be on that side. Yeah, me neither. I would not want to get shot up like that. What about you, Brandon? Definitely not. That what about you, Ray? It would be a terrible way to die. I would not either. Yeah, that would be horrible. How about the poison gas? What, what was that like? Well, the last weapon used in World War One, poison gas, like you just said, Made the, en- made the enemy disable or would kill them during combat. Some of the chemicals used would be phosphagene, chlorine, and mustard gas. This was a this was a mass component. Wasn't there a gas mask? Yes, Raiden. Yes, there was. Who created the gas mask? I'll have to get back to you on that, Micah. Oh, okay. Hey, Ray, I think... You uh, found out where the the what was that battle court. called? The or- orange? What is that called? <laughs> yeah. So, so like I was saying before, I was uh, interrupted. Um, where was the battle of Orange Forest at, Ray? Argonne Forest. Oh, my bad, Ray. And it took place in France. Ah, oh, France. You hear from Ray Raiden Campbell. Okay, Ray, so now we're on to uh, another question. And um, so who or what was the freedom of the speech or cease speech (laughs) by President Wilson? The president said absolute freedom of navigation upon the seas 
outside territorial waters alike in peace and in war except as their seas may be in whole or in part by yeah that's it that's it so that's all he said in the speech that is all he said in the speech seems like there could be more don't you think so Brandon? yeah I think that might be all though what about you Jay? Ray, I think you should say some more stuff. It'll help our listeners have a better understanding. Yeah, so Cyber can understand more. Like, go into more depth about it. Like, why did he write it? He wrote it for people to understand why we're, why are the seas of freedom now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. Think. That's true, but I mean, I guess so. Why the seas are free? Oh, why the seas are free? That makes a lot more sense. When did you say so, Brandon? Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, you word it like that. Yeah, because before you weren't making no sense. Now. Yeah, but now it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it makes sense now, Jay? Yeah. Great job, Ray. Good job. How did President Wilson's presidency affect equality of trade conditions? And how did that relate to the 14 points, Micah? Well, uh, you see, well, let's start off. The 14 points was uh, a speech by uh, President Woodrow Wilson. It's kind of hard to say, you know. And uh, it was a statement of principles for peace that was used for peace negotiations in order to end World War I. Um, this was published and outlined in January 8th, 1918. And the speech on war aims and peace terms to the United States. So, so yeah, and uh, let's see what else you said here. Uh, Oh, quality. yeah, that also had to do with the uh, equality of trade because we didn't want to trade with uh, um, not just any nation during World War One. We wanted to trade with people that we know we could trust and that are our allies and and that wouldn't stab our backs during the war. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we trade with? I think we traded with the. Uh, oh no no we did trade with the. Uh, oh oh we traded with. <laughs> I was as I was saying who who did we trade with? Uh, us United States, when Wilson was in presidency during World War One, we traded with uh, Germany and France, and we got some really good goodies from them. What goodies did we get? Like, you know, usual stuff like food and production and weapons. Yeah, weapons for the war, right? Yeah, like the new tech that was made for machine guns and tanks. Gas masks. And gas masks, yeah. Like Ray Ray said, gas masks. And poison gas. And also... Airplanes. Yeah, also airplanes were newly invented at that time. Tanks. And resources for trenches during the war. 
Oh yeah, there was uh, new trenches during. Oh, or yeah. we, that's war when, tactics. Yeah, new new tactics were made during World War One to help win the war. New tech. So Jay, how did the Treaty of Versailles create get war guilds? I don't know. Uh, Ray, you should tell us. Yeah, Ray, how did he create guild? Um, I believe that we declined it. So, Jay, who was all in the League of Nations from the Treaty of Versailles? Well, you know, Brandon, called the Big Four, there was uh, George of England, Orlando of Italy, Clements of France, and Woodrow Wilson of the United States. Oh, that's very interesting. Anything else you know about Treaty of Versailles? No. No, I do not.